Welcome to the Art Board, where we talk about creators, industry news, trending styles in art and design, and more. This is a show for young and emerging creatives who are curious about the world of art. My name is Dennis Din, a first-generation Vietnamese artist and designer, and today I got a special guest with us. Uh, we got Andre from Minty Design. It's a uh, Los Angeles-based graphic design studio uh, that specializes in logos, packaging, and advertisements. Andre, dude, it's nice to meet you. Thanks for coming on with me today. Um, Thanks so much for having me, man. Um, before we get into like all like the design questions, I just want to ask like how you're doing. Um, how is COVID? I know these are like tough times for everyone, so I just want to make sure you're doing okay. Good. Yeah. Overall, um, I'm fortunate to be doing okay. And since I'm pretty isolated in terms of my work, uh, COVID hasn't slowed or it's not like I'm coming into an office or anything like that. So my work lifestyle, I guess, hasn't changed too much. So I'm very fortunate about that. Um, aside from that, it's lo taking a lot longer than I expected for everything to go. Dude, I know. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> to kind of reset, like, I don't know. I don't, I don't want to even say go back to normal, but you know what I mean. Yeah, but I remember it when it first started. Is. Like, um, I think it was in like March and I looked at my managers. I was like, I thought I was making a bold prediction by saying this is going to be over by August. And everyone's like, nah, dude, like we're going to get out of here in like a month. And I was like, nah, August. And I'm like <laughs> looking at the calendar and it's almost December, dude. It's insane. Yeah, I know. It's, it's crazy. You look at the, you look and see that it's already November and you're like, oh my God. Like it's, we've all basically been in a full year of this. Yeah. But I'm glad, I'm glad to hear you're doing good, dude. Um, thanks, it's, it's thanks. tough for a lot of people out there. Um, yeah. But can you, uh, do you want to tell like people listening in like a little bit about yourself, like um, how you got started? Like where, what's like your origin story? Sure. Okay. <laughs> origin story. Um, yeah, no worries. I, um, so I'm half Filipino, half American or half Caucasian. Mm -hmm. uh, I grew up totally overseas until 2014. So for a minute I was living in Singapore and oh, then wow. From Singapore, I moved to back to this. I moved to the States in around 2014 and started an internship um, huh. at like a, it's like a comp, it wasn't the most exciting job ever. <laughs> I was just <laughs> a kid. I was like just trying to get anything that could, uh, um, what's it called? Just get my hands on anything. So I yeah. started doing an internship at a company called Quest Nutrition and they made like at the time like. Oh, products. I know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Quest Bars and Quest Chips and all that protein uh -huh. powders and things like that. So I started working for them doing like little advertisements and packaging and merch and things like that. And then after two years of working for them, I started my own business called Minty, just freelancing by myself. And mm -hmm. then, yeah, since then, which is like 2016, so about four years now, I've been um yeah just kind of building up my own business and working with as many people as, as i can and doing as many projects it's crazy because um i remember when gabby sent me your profile i saw the project i was yeah. talking to you about and i was like dude wait i've seen this guy before like that's, oh that's yeah crazy. yeah <laughs> thanks man always go for like the safer options now and i kind of want to put myself out there um but yeah, before we yeah. like delve too much into that like how did you start yeah. thinking about like minty like when did you start thinking about that 
so I was working at the internship or sorry I was interning I eventually got hired at the same place and it was good to pay the bills and to get started but it wasn't mm-hmm. something that I wanted I knew that I didn't want to stay in that I didn't know I didn't want to grow as a designer in that company and I wanted right. to work for a company that I actually at the time like I was never into working out or eating protein powders or anything yeah. like that so it didn't really resonate <laughs> with me so then I was like okay I gotta find something that I actually fuck with you know so I yeah. started applying for like a bunch of streetwear brands and other things like that and at the time I was not getting as many um like responses to my applications and I was mm-hmm. like man like do I even want to work for someone like yeah. why don't I just go into business for myself so yeah then um what's it called from there I yeah that's basically how I made the decision because I wasn't necessarily getting the opportunities that I wanted nobody was getting these opportunities so uh-huh. I was like I think I just have to just do my own thing and try that so then from there that's how I started Minty I guess that's cool that you kind of like just just took it upon yourself to like create your own opportunities Mm, instead of like just like waiting for stuff to come around because that's something that I felt like I've been struggling with and like like I feel stuck at times and um like I don't want to limit myself to like like anything and I just want to like you know just keep reaching out and just see see where that goes yeah yeah 100% I definitely think that obviously there's many reasons why someone would freelance or start their own business but for sure, one of the main things that I really appreciate about having my own business or being a freelancer is you get, like, say, for example, if I decided to work for, back in the day, if I decided to work for, say, it was like the hundreds or uh-huh. just some was streetwear brand or something, for example. Yeah. At the end of the day, even if I spend like two to three or four years working there, all I'll have to add to my portfolio and resume and experience is just one brand. You know what yeah. I mean? Mm-hmm. I'm sure they would do collaborations with other companies and stuff like that. And there's companies collaborate with each other in other spaces too, not just Gwear. But I just feel like doing what I, or starting my own business, I was able to work with like, instead of one in a year, just like 20, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you yeah. get to not only work with 20 different kinds of projects and clients, but you get to, uh, what's it called expand your network too mm-hmm. so say for instance you start working at some place in-house you only network with the people who are in like go to that office you know right, what I mean right. but if you start your own thing then any person that you come in contact with is technically a connection and like um, it's much easier to build yourself up from there once you have your own independent contacts that aren't all in like one company or something so they're not all your old co-workers or something like that mm-hmm. um and yeah i i don't know i just think it's very valuable to have a network um or like to be building a network of people especially when you're young because um, it'll help i don't know it'll just help you find gigs and also expose yourself to opportunities that you wouldn't thought you would have had yeah I see it in your work because I was on your Instagram like when Gabby because I think when I first found out about you I just saw that one project and then when Gabby sent it like dude I saw all your projects like dude this is cool and like you do so many different like things in like different fields which is like pretty neat because like that's something I'm worried about like I have 
maybe too many things I'm interested in. Like I like basketball, sure, sure. I like sports and I, and I feel like yeah. I don't want to limit myself to just working for sports. Cause like, I want to do things yeah, for the community. Yeah. I want to do things that like, like help out like, um, like the Asian communities, especially. Um, yeah. Yeah. So I guess like, I just need to look for like opportunities like that, that can just like keep expanding. Yeah, exactly. Even if, say, for instance, you started your own business tomorrow or on Monday called, like, mm-hmm. Din Designs or something. <laughs> Whatever you want to call it. You know I'll call I mean? it Menace. Menace Designs. Menace. Menace Designs. Yeah. Exactly. Or Menace, like, Creative LLC yeah. or whatever you want to call it. Um, yeah, the thing is, like, if you do your... The, so, I guess, to preface what I'm about to say, when I was working at the company I was working at, Quest, for mm-hmm. six months i for my the last six months that i worked there i spent my off hours and my like uh weekend days not like 100 percent of the time but a lot mm-hmm. of it trying to build up minty so i would yeah. spend a lot of time on the weekends and after work looking for mm-hmm. clients and working on client work so that when i finally quit i i, I had a like a the momentum already so there are already yeah. people hitting me up for projects and things so it's not like I just went, like quit my job. I had no clients and I was right. just starting from zero. I always think that it's, or I would always say that it's smarter to like, um, if you're going to start your own business, try to start developing it while you do have stable income. And then once you get the momentum going, that's when you should quit your job. I would not recommend quitting your job and then starting <laughs> everything from scratch. Yeah. Yeah. Just because it's a lot easier financially, unless you have, if you have hella money saved up, go for oh, it. Yeah. But if, yeah. if you, if you're, you know what I mean, if you're in a regular position or it's like tight on funds, it's much, much, much less anxiety inducing mm-hmm. to be able to save up money and to work while you're starting your business. So even if you're only able to spend an hour on a day on your business, mm-hmm. it's almost better to do that than to throw yourself in the deep end. Like, okay, I have a grant in the bank account and I'm just going to quit my job and give yeah, it my back. You know? <laughs> I don't know if I could do that. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Like, I'm, I don't know. In that instance, like, I, you know, I would just say that I would recommend transitioning um, into it and not just going cold turkey, like trying to be an entrepreneur overnight yeah. type of thing. Um, sorry, the other question, I was, uh, the other thing I was going to say to preface that was it, it, in the instance that you decide menace design company is going to be your thing and you want to work in sports, you want to do community stuff, you want to do stuff for the Asian community. Um, Working, I guess if I had to compare the two, like I was saying before, if you just got a job that, I don't know, say Nike, for example, Mm -hmm. it's, I mean, obviously Nike is a super sick company and everybody would love to work there. Um, Yeah you would typically only be able to be on Nike projects and sports related things. Right. Whereas if you did start Menace Design Co or whatever, it would be, you could get a client in sports and then get another client in the community and another mm-hmm. client that supports like, uh, uh, what's it called? The Asian American community. Right. And yeah. So I just, I don't know if you're interested in diversity, like I, I feel the same way. I, it, it's hard for me to just work for one client mm-hmm. and just do things in one space. Like I really love variety. Uh, it keeps things interesting. So yeah. Um, for me, you know, I, at first you're going to have to work with 
I mean, maybe you won't, but most likely you're going to have to work with clients or in spaces that you may not, that not necessarily will be your favorite. Mm-hmm. Um, but the more you, the more you establish yourself, the more work that you do and the more you put your name out there and your work out there, the more opportunities you'll have and you'll have more selection. So even as a start, if you're not able to work for a sports company or a community com- driven company, mm-hmm. you will be able to get there at some point maybe it'll take like a few months to just get the ball rolling and get some steady income. And then you'll be able to pick up clients that are like a sports team or a community organizing or like, I don't know, say 88 rising, like a record label that yeah. supports Americans or something like that. Um, but yeah, I, I guess the, the gist of what I'm trying to say is if you do your own thing for someone like you and I, who really appreciates diversity and it's hard mm-hmm. for us to stick to just one thing, um, freelancing or having your own business is a great route to go because you get to be very diverse with uh, like your um what what you're working on. So like just to go back a little bit, like when you were working yeah. at Quest, did you already yeah. have like stuff that you're doing like similar to what you're doing now, like to kind of show off to the clients that you were trying to like build the relationship with? Kind of. So when I first started. I just had designs from like high school, like Mm -hmm. just little projects that I would do for my school and just for personal things, like for local bands and things like that. And then when I worked at Quest, since everything was like protein bars and I was not trying to work with clients, you know what I mean? Work with clients, like I was trying to move away from there. So it was, uh, I don't know. The thing is what I actually did is I made up my own work. So, for example, I made fake projects, if that makes sense. Yeah, Not to yeah. deceive anyone, but basically, so say, for example, I wanted to work with, like, a skateboarding company. Mm-hmm. Or, say, at the time, it was I reached out to, like, a bunch of influencers and things like that. So, say, for example, I wanted to work with, um, like, a skateboard company. I would design, like, skate decks and other, like, um, apparel and stuff like that and present and send it to whoever the marketing director is or just look on their website like who's in their marketing department or something and send it to them and be like yo like i'm a graphic designer here are some designs i did i'm currently freelancing and i'm available um you know hit me up if you uh if you ever need a designer you know or if you ever need any designs made i'm available so like would you like charge them for that or like would they ever like like expect it for free kind of thing or would they like bring you on and be like okay like let's get to work let me give you like a contract oh so I so the initial stuff that I did was purely just for me trying like fishing for clients you know what Mm -hmm. I mean at first it was like I just designed like a fake or like a concept logo for someone like hey man reach out to them on Instagram like yo I redesigned this logo for you if you ever want to work together hit me up and if you have any friends that ever need graphic design hit me up Uh, I did a lot of stuff like that when I first started especially because i wasn't from here too i didn't uh-huh. have any connections or anything so i yeah. was like okay i need to like start somewhere i guess yeah um but then after that i was doing it for free and i didn't want to impose like that on anyone i guess uh-huh. that right. i designed something for you and now you have to pay for it yeah yeah because it's kind of <laughs> awkward but when it comes off right, right right so i was like you know if you want this feel free to use it and then if you want to work with me in the future let me know and then after that i would tell them my rate and like negotiate an actual project oh that's cool yeah thanks man i would say in regards to your question too about contracts i would always i would say that if you are going to be a designer who's 
freelancing or whether you're a designer or photographer or anything, you have to come prepared with all the business um, aspects and you cannot expect your client to do all of that for you. Um, especially, East, I feel like one of the biggest mistakes I made when I was first starting out is I made the mistake of thinking that since a business is established or a person mm-hmm. is say famous or something like that, they'll know what to do and they'll also not take advantage of me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I, what's it called? Not that I had any really bad experiences, but I was just surprised that, oh, this person, I, since this person has hella followers on Instagram or they're famous or they have a big business, mm-hmm. that doesn't necessarily mean that they're going to know how to work with a graphic designer. Yeah. So you as a designer have to kind of like guide your client through the process and make it um, just how I guess it's just important to come prepared with all the business necessities such as a contract and like a a plan and a timeline and due dates and everything like that. Um, Because the client is essentially paying you for not only your work, but your professionalism. Right. And it's another, it's almost like another job for them to like, quote unquote, babysit you through the process. So the more that you're able to come up with on your own, as far as the business end, the more the client will respect you and also take you seriously as well. That's something I just learned about really recently because um, mm-hmm. like at first, like when I started working, like, cause I barely started putting my stuff out on Instagram, like just a little bit sure. of background on me. Like, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm really new to graphic design. Like I just took okay, my, cool. like I've only taken four classes. Um, I didn't have any experience before. I just remember thinking it was dope and I saw someone else do it and I was like, Hey, I want to do that too. So yeah. So uh, I just started working with like small businesses who like kind of hit me up and I'm like learning okay. how to like, guide them like how you're talking about because a lot of yeah, times they just yeah. want like a logo they don't really know how to like deal yeah with yeah yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um I feel like, oh yeah continue but like how did you like learn like and maneuver the business side of things because there's so much and like most sure. of the time i go to like my business friends to like i tell them what's good, going yeah. on and they're like do yeah, this yeah you know that's good that's good <laughs> uh, that's good that you have resources to hit up and like ask questions for and stuff like that that's good as far as my experience goes, I just had to make a lot of mistakes in the beginning. Mm. And I just had to, I don't know, I didn't really have anyone who, I guess my cousin who is who did freelance graphic design, I asked him some questions and his advice on some things. Um, but a lot of it was just through experience. Like I, at first I would just, I always saw myself as down here and the client mm-hmm. like up here, you know yeah. what I mean? Especially if they were like very established or if they were like hella popular on Instagram. Right. Or something. So I always presented everything in that way. Like, Oh, it's almost like it's a pleasure. To, it's a privilege to be working yeah. with you. Whereas I, sh- it should have been more so like, we're both professionals. Let's mm-hmm. collaborate together rather than like, please let me work for you. <laughs> yeah. So, um, I don't know. That was one of the main things that dictated a lot of my business practices in the beginning. But then I, once I became more confident mm-hmm. um, and had more experience, I learned more things such as like how to write a proper contract and yeah. how to um, kind of guide clients through like a process of how mm-hmm. things should go. Um, and just 
I don't know, basically just trying, just going through the motions and making a lot of mistakes and then trying to rewrite my process and being like, okay, so A, B, and C happened, but then D got super messed up. So how do I fix the transition, yeah. I guess? Um, but yeah, I, I guess, um, you know, if you have, as far as business goes, if you have any specific questions, feel free to ask me. But as far as my experience goes, it was mostly just trial and error and making a lot of mistakes. <laughs> yeah. Now I respect I that because like, I think like, you know, like early on when I first started with like design, like I was very like on my tiptoes, like, I, yeah. like, cause I was the newbie, like all these kids have yeah. been doing design for a while. And I was just like, Oh my God. Like I felt like that yeah. too. And sure. so like, I yeah, was like yeah, always yeah. on my tiptoes and like, I've been trying to do the right thing. And I think yeah. like COVID kind of gave me a sense of like identity and I kind of found more sure. confidence in myself. Cause like, you know, I don't want to like compare myself to these kids. Like I have like my own sure. path. Um, yeah. 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 Hell yeah. And it's cool. Like to see you like kind of just doing things through trial and error, because I think that's such a good way to learn. Like, I think before I'd be so scared to make mistakes. Like I felt like I had to like prepare, learn how to write a business plan, but like, I don't know how to do any of that, but it's cool. Yeah, like cause when yeah, you throw yeah. yourself in it, then you kind of learn like, like by just making the mistakes you're like okay now i know what to do exactly exactly and the worst case scenario like the worst thing that can happen is you know what i mean like the like maybe a client would be upset with you or disappointed but there's ways to like uh mend those wounds i guess like mm -hmm. if if i don't know i get i guess what i'm trying to say is the worst thing that could happen is maybe a business deal doesn't go as you planned but you know if that's not the worst thing in the world like you're not going to get hurt you, yeah. you're not going to go into like some crazy debt or like you know what i mean yeah nothing might really really bad is gonna happen to you. yeah exactly <laughs> it might be uh what's it called discouraging but nothing that's like super detrimental is going to happen so it's it's you know you only learn through through trying so you might as well just like just commit to something and then just take whatever challenges uh, come along the way you know and then it's up yeah. to you however how what your pace is you know some people might be comfortable taking on 10 clients to start uh -huh. and some people might only be confident taking on one and you know it's I support you whatever your comfort level is as long as you're moving forward you know yeah um, thank you dude yeah no problem man yeah don't feel embarrassed about just starting off slow or starting small because it's you, you don't you know you don't want to overwhelm yourself to the point where it discourages you or you yeah. just feel like you want to quit or something like it's better it's better to if you know yourself and you know the pace that you want to go at it's there's no shame in like going slower because you're mm -hmm. still moving forward you know what i mean so whether yeah. you just work with one client a month right now or one client every three months or something hey that's at least a step in the right direction you right know? yeah like, I don't want to paralyze and, myself, but like, if I'm thinking too much about it. Sure. Yeah, yeah. I, I would definitely say if, if that's something you're worried about, just the the best thing to do is just to um, say yes to whatever project comes your way and then figure out the details from there. So if somebody says like, hey, are you available for a logo design? Just say, yes, I can do it. And then from there, figure out, okay, how do I make this process go as smoothly as possible? Okay. Like, how can I, like, the goal is to have a happy client um, get payment for my designs and do this efficiently. So you don't want to be spending six months on it. You don't want the client to be angry mm -hmm. and you want to get paid for it. 
So those are the main three things that you want to think about when you first start a project and, or if you're developing your process, like how can I achieve those three things? And from there, if you think about it, you'll be able to figure out a process that works for you and your client. Okay. Um, this is something I learned about recently and I don't really know if this is a question I'm allowed or should be asking people or not, but yeah. like, like with taxes and stuff, do you file like as an LLC or like a sole proprietor? Um, or like, so how does that I, work? I, sure, sure, sure. So initially I was a sole proprietor uh-huh. until maybe a year ago, two years ago, maybe a year ago, I mm-hmm. transformed my business into an LLC. Okay. So and that's what you're like operating as now? Yes. So at first, so the, the benefits to being a sole proprietor, I guess there's less to manage and there's no yearly fee. Uh-huh. So if you're now see the yearly fee is like 700 bucks or something, uh-huh. except the, the biggest downfall to being a sole proprietor is you, someone can sue you directly mm-hmm. and there's no limit to how hard they can sue you. If that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. So you get screwed. For example, yeah. So like, not, I mean, with graphic design, you're not, really, you're not going to put someone's life in danger. So it's yeah. not like they can sue the shit out of you. Yeah. So like, I don't know. You, it's not like you're running a freaking skate park where someone can break their bones or whatever. Um, or you're not like operating like a freaking fireworks facility or something. Yeah. But you know, it's still, I, I don't know. I would recommend an LLC just because it protects you. Like say for instance, if, someone were to feel like I like something was done unfairly or whatever the situation is someone mm-hmm. feels like they need to sue sue me I guess they would sue Minty Creative LLC the company mm-hmm. and they would only have access to suing my company's assets oh, okay. so if my company owns a car if my company owns whatever they would be able to Say for if if they won whatever lawsuit it was, they would be yeah. able to come after my company's assets, but my but personal assets. If I owned a house, if I own a car, if I have money in my own bank account, they can't mm-hmm. come after that. Okay, but if cool. you're a sole proprietor, yes, someone can come after your personal assets if they decide to sue you. But as far, I mean, with graphic design, you'd have to either really sue yeah. somebody over, <laughs> or like. <laughs> Do something that doesn't involve, you know what I mean? You'd have to do something yeah. like crazy out of pot. Like, especially it, it has to be like fucking around with like Donald Trump's image or like pissing yeah, off like exactly. some people like that be, some shit. Exactly. Some crazy <laughs> defamation or just something totally out of control. So I wouldn't worry too much about like, as long as you have good intentions and you're clear with what you're doing and what you're charging and everything, you'll be mm-hmm. totally fine. Plus, you know, I don't, I don't know. It's, um, being a sole proprietor as a graphic designer is definitely not a bad thing and i've personally have never heard of someone getting sued over like a design or something yeah, like that yeah um so yeah if you want to go sole proprietor or llc either one's totally fine you'll have more protection with an llc but um i believe the tax is a little higher and you have to pay an annual fee okay thanks for taking that question because like this isn't shit like that they teach you in school you know what i mean like i just found out about this i'm like who the hell can i talk to like sure 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 yeah just as a rule of uh rule of thumb too if you start your own business and if you're not employed anywhere you typically have to figure out your own health insurance and you have to do your own taxes as well okay um Um, so for uh uh-huh 
No, sorry, go ahead. Oh yeah, so I was gonna say, um, for t as far as taxes go, you typically want to save between. So if you're working at a regular job, they are like any nine to five job that your your whoever you're working for will typically take the money, the taxes out of your paycheck, and whatever you get in your paycheck is is just all your money, right? Um, but when you're freelancing, you have to take the money out of your own paycheck. If that makes sense. Yeah. Say for example, you do a project for someone, and your fee is a thousand bucks. Tax is typically. I mean, it depends how good your tax guy is, but yeah. typically, I want to say I'd pay maybe around fifteen percent tax on my on my income. Mm -hmm. Say, for instance, a project is a thousand bucks. That's what I'm charging someone. I would save one hundred fifty for tax. Okay. Do you charge tax on projects? I don't know how this stuff works. I'm I don't. I, I typically don't. Uh, I typically just give a client a fee that includes okay. tax, I guess, but I don't list it as right. like yeah. the fees want that like 850 plus yeah. 150 I, tax. I think I would have felt right. weird hiring a logo designer and seeing like the tax fee. That would have been just kind of like taxes. Right, right, exactly. <laughs> right, right, exactly. Especially when the tax rate is that high. Cause yeah. Typically the tax, like when uh, essentially like say, for example, you make um Say for example, you had an amazing year. You made a hundred. Just for it'll be easier with math. You made a hundred grand in a year, yeah. right? Uh, typically, I believe the tax rate is like twenty-five to thirty percent. But then you take away all of your business expenses from mm -hmm. that. So say for example, your tax you made a hundred grand and you owe mm -hmm. the government thirty thousand dollars, right? Mm -hmm. That's a shit ton of money. But yeah, yeah, all of your expenses throughout the entire year that were spent on graphic design needs, whether you bought a computer or mm -hmm. you bought food for lunch on your work yeah. days, or you bought um, even your rent. If you have a home office, you can mm -hmm. deduct your rent from your, so basically that 30K that you would pay in tax can be squished down to like okay. 10K. That's cool. Um, yeah, so uh, incredibly important thing that if you do end up starting your own business, you wanna keep track of all the money that's coming in, all the money that's going out, and all of your personal expenses, because it will save you a ton of money at the end, uh, when you do your taxes. Okay, um, I want to respect your time. I know you got to go soon, but I want to ask you one last question. Um, yeah, yeah, no worries. I guess like I know, like when people give advice, you got to take it with a grain of salt. But like, mm -hmm. what advice would you have for me in terms of like taking risks as soon as I get out the door in like five weeks? Sure. Oh, I see. Wait, so you're you're graduating in five weeks? Yeah. Okay. I'm, I'm out of here, good. dude. I'll see you. Right. Hell yeah! Congrats. <laughs> Wait. So and then were you? So as far as your education goes, as far as like graphic design, you only took a few classes, or was that like a yeah. major? Yeah. So um, okay. I graphic design at Cal State Long Beach is a little bit different. Like um, you have to get accepted into like this program called the BFA. For you to take sure. extra courses so all i've taken is like design one and two taken type one and two uh, taken some ux ui classes like a couple other yeah. like design classes that aren't necessarily graphic design but are related um, i see i see yeah okay um let's see i i i would first say that i dropped out of school so i don't think that you need to get a bfa in order mm -hmm. to right i did two by the way oh okay nice yeah i'm saying <laughs> Did you, wait, so you went back to finish? So right like now? I I used to, my parents like really pushed me into engineering 
And so I was oh. just like, hey, like, okay, like, let me go do this. And then yeah. after like a few years, I was like, okay, dude, this is, I need to go make art. Like, I need to get out of here. Oh, shit. So you worked in engineering? Yeah, yeah. I was doing that. Oh, no way. Oh, no, okay. no, sorry. I was an engineering student. I was like studying, studying. I was in like, oh, an okay. And then you yeah. dropped out, and then now you switched to like art. An art. Oh, yeah. okay. Sick, yeah. sick, sick. Okay. Um, what I would say is that art's advice goes, what's your well i guess it depends on what um don't worry about time uh what's your i guess in a perfect world what do you see yourself doing in the like two years from now like in a perfect so like, world what would you be doing in two years if like yeah my dream job like like i think this would like be like completely like me on like some fulfillment kind of level is if yeah. i could have a studio um that I don't know what to really call it. So I'm sorry if I'm not wording this right, but like, I wish, I wish my studio could um, be like this place that creates like campaigns through design, but is used to help people. And, and I want to channel that through sports, through clothes and through fashion. And um, so, yeah, that's, that's what I would like hope to do. Like, I don't know if you know New Balance, but New Balance did this like campaign Um, with like this AAU basketball team out in like I think Brooklyn and so they got yeah. these kids they, they like they let them model the whole line of clothes that they created oh, sick. and they yeah. like you know they helped out the community and I was like dude to use design yeah. and to impact yeah. people at the same time yeah, is yeah, like yeah. is a whole nother thing like I wish I could do that for sure sick yeah you can man you don't have to wish you could totally do it <laughs> <Thanks, bro. laughs> um, what's it called so as far as okay so if that's your goal what my recommendation would be is Let's see. I I don't know if I've se- I definitely follow you on Instagram. Let me check you out right now. Hold on. Yeah, bro, I fangirl, dude. <laughs> I was like, I don't even have like my design stuff up yet because I'm like a little shy about posting. That's what I'm. But, that's uh, what I was gonna say. I'm like, I don't know if I've seen your design stuff, but I have I'll I'll send you some stuff though. Yeah, most stuff. Thank you. Okay, so I was gonna say, if that is your goal, let's say maybe two years from now, so in 2023 or four or whatever, um, I would say the first thing I would do is try to find something stable for yourself to start, whether Mm -hmm. it's working as a junior graphic designer somewhere. And Mm -hmm. I guess what I would say is find something stable for yourself, no matter what field it's in, preferably a field that you fuck with and so a yeah. job that you actually like and then on the side start building up what your idea is like it, say menace studios is going to be a creative agency that works with a lot of like youth and like asian american uh, communities and things like that mm-hmm. um i would start working at some place stable even if it's just part-time or something so you have some type of income mm-hmm. um so that you're not just stressed, like trying to make income while right. you're trying to build this thing. Um, so I would get some type of stable income. And then on the side, I would start honing your design skills. That's really important that you can, that you at least have graphic design solidly down. So mm-hmm. how I would typically would recommend that is to just keep doing your own projects um, and try to just do collaborations with friends and people you look up to maybe just hit people up on instagram things like Mm -hmm. that um because it's much easier to do 
to practice when you have when you're creating something that's going out there into the world not just right. practicing for the sake of practicing right. um and then from there i would start doing design start trying to pick up clients in the design world and then once you have enough clients going mm -hmm. um i would i guess the important thing is that in order for you to start this you would have to be making consistent income with menace in right. order to have that be your full-time thing so my advice would be to try to figure out a way where you can have consistent revenue with Menace, whether it's through graphic design or photography or mm -hmm. the sculptures that you're making or whatever it may be. As long as you have consistent revenue that you can get started, that's the most important thing. Mm -hmm. And then once you have consistent revenue going, then you can start um, reaching out to companies that you really want to work with and start developing your own campaigns and your own um, like pitches in a way. Mm -hmm. So say for example, you have your own design, little design studio going um, you have consistent revenue and you're ready to start a campaign. Um, I would reach out to businesses such as like New Balance or whatever, mm -hmm. you know, whatever you fuck with and just be like, yo, this is my idea. I want to get some kids from my neighborhood together. I want to shoot this. I want to design this. Um, you know, what do you think? Yeah. And yeah, I don't know. I, that's in, in my, in my experience, that's, what I would recommend as far as like timeline goes. Because okay. um, I feel like that would be the way, the safest way for you to do this and to be able to do it with the least amount of like pressure, I guess. Yeah, and anxiety. Cause and it's much, stuff, exactly. Because yeah. it's way more stressful if like you need to, you have bills to pay, but your passion project is not generating money yet. Yeah. And it's, it's, I don't know. So I'm not saying you have to settle for anything, but I'm just saying that it's best to have consistent revenue while you're building your passion project. And then once you get your passion project to a place where you're able to cover your basic necessities and mm -hmm. you have money saved up in the bank, that's even, that's also um, great. Um, I almost want to say having money saved up would be a necessity. It would give you more peace of mind and it would also just give you more flexibility too. So in the instance you need to buy materials or hire someone or hire people for a shoot or whatever it may be, you'll yeah. have resources. Um, but yeah, as far as timeline goes and path and everything, that's what my recommendation would be. I totally think you can do it and start your own studio as, you know, as long as you, yeah, hell yeah, man, why not? You know what I mean? Yeah, I did. Yeah. I don't need you know, you finished school, which is great. I didn't even finish school. So if Dude, I but that's why I respect your story so much more. Cause like you came from Singapore, you didn't know anyone out here and you just like carved your own way into the <laughs> industry and like, Thanks, man. congratulations on four years, dude. I saw you post Thanks, that in like, September Thanks, and like, that's yeah, big, yeah. dude. Like, like growing up, like I didn't have people to like look up to. And like, yeah, I'm so glad yeah. like Gabby kind of plugged this because like, dude, you're like, you know, like my role model right now. Like I want to, like when I see, <laughs> Thanks so much, like, man. Like when I see people do it, I'm just like, you know, why not me? You know what I mean? And it's just cool yeah, to hear yeah. people come from like your background that are able to do it. Like you're not just some like rich, you know, like kid. That yeah, and, like... yeah. So that's right. Awesome, There's bro. no, it's not as, it's not as hard as you would think. Honestly, I'm, I feel like people have the perception that starting your own business or doing something creative and making money is like super hard, but man, I, I feel like doing something like engineering is like just as hard. 
<laughs> yeah. So at that point, might as well do something you love. Yeah, the that's other how I see it too. gonna be fucking hard too. You yeah. know what I mean? So yeah, um, yeah. Again, even aside from podcasts or meetings or whatever, you know, if you have any questions at all about contracts or business or clients or anything like that, getting started or I don't know, guidance or anything like that, feel free to hit me up. Always available okay. on Instagram. Awesome. Yeah, I definitely want to see you succeed, man. I, I think you have a good, like, you know, I, I think you have good taste. I've been seeing your Instagram and your projects there. And, um, you know, it's great that you have that goal in mind. And I don't, you know, there's no reason why you wouldn't be able to achieve it. So yeah. I feel like as long as you keep your goal in mind and you work towards it and you plan it out, like, how am I going to get from point A to point B? Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm sure it won't be a problem. Um, Andre, yeah, yeah. thank you, dude. Um, like, I'm, yeah, I'm so no glad problem, you were here today. And like, I, I hope, you know, like for your growth and your success too. I mean, you, yeah, you've been you out so there much. for four years and I feel like, you know, that's like yeah. just getting started in like the long scheme of things. So I yeah, hope you're yeah. able to like build yourself up. And um, I thank don't know what so I much, can man. do to help you out. But dude, sure. if you ever need something from me, yeah, yeah, like, I don't sure. know what, but like, you know, uh, dude, yeah. thank you. Perhaps we can collab on a project in the future or something like that. Or maybe to get Menace started or on a Menace project or something like that. Yeah, no problem, man. The last thing I would say is for you and the podcast listeners listening, it's um, your whatever, if you decide to go into freelance or start your own business, just know that you 1000% will be making mistakes and to just expect it. You know what I mean? Because if you go into it thinking like, oh, I'm the shit, I'm not going to make mistakes. (laughs) you're it's gonna be like a hard wake-up call that like you're not as dope as you thought you were but there's no shame in that you know what i mean yeah. going the way i realize it's like man if i just go into it assuming that i'm gonna fuck up i'll at least when it when it happens i'll at least be like okay okay let me just take myself back up and keep going but if you go into it thinking like okay i have to do everything perfect otherwise i'm a failure like you're gonna have a really bad time <laughs> but i you know just my last piece of advice would be mistakes are going to happen for sure. And it's the only way that you're going to learn and to not be hard on yourself. And the best thing you can do is just pick yourself back up and keep going or keep going to the next project, next client or whatever. Um, And eventually, you know, and the more experience you have, the better you'll become and the less mistakes you'll make and the better experiences you'll have. Andre, dude, I can't thank you enough, bro. Um, to everyone yeah, no who problem, is listening in, uh, I have Andre's Instagram and website linked below so you guys can check out the work that he's done and learn a little bit more about him. Um, Andre, thank you, bro. I appreciate it so much. Yeah, dude. no problem, man. All right, have a great rest of the day. Good luck thank on you. your project. Feel free thank to hit you, me man. up again if you need anything. I'll send you All some right. stuff soon. I'll see you. Yeah, yeah, most of. All right, have a good day.